Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. After leaving Isabel, we wandered the village of Almeida. Capri and Cabo went back to the inn, while Treble and I hit the market, upon which we met a man at a magic store who appraised the ring and gave us a side mission. We headed back to the inn and had some drinks, upon which the brewmaster found all of his beer had been stolen. And upon investigation, we found a group of thieves had taken it all. We killed the thieves and persuaded the leader to swim away. We now have free beer for life. Hooray! Adventure waits on every roll Fighting for our mortal souls Through mountains high and dungeons deep Through dragon stream of skull sheep Welcome back, everyone, to do Dragon's Dream of Scorch Sheep. As usual, I am your DM, Gadget, and joining us today is Stig, playing Stigveld. Hello. Biggie, playing Cowboy Grey Merkin. Hey. Oodles, playing Treble O'Clef. Idy howdy, neighbours. And Candy Machine, playing Capri Smith. All right. All right. Yes, as Stig so ably recounted from our previous adventures. I know that was weeks uh, ago. It was weeks. It was. It was. It was so long ago. I can barely remember it. Did it one but take? I do well. remember it. <laughs> yeah, one one take. Stig, we call him. Um, yes, the, the the party did a little bit of shopping. Oh, it's so fun. Yes, tre- treble ruled some interesting rules and stole a few things. Yeah. And speaking of stealing, all of the brewmaster's beer in the town was stolen, and the party had to. F- f- the party happened upon a smuggler's cove which was being loaded up with all of the beer in the town. They f- they foiled the thievery. We tried to be stealthy. <laughs> Failed to be stealthy no, due to uh, a certain drag- draconic member of the party. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but they, thwart- they thwarted the, uh, the daring burglary and were rewarded with free beer on the west coast of Welbeck. Yeah. Much to their amusement. Get in. So we join, we, we join the party as they leave the brewery in Almeida. 
Um, it's kind of start, starting to approach dusk time. The market it has started to close down. The streets are starting to get a bit empty, and there's a kind of a bit of a, a bit of a rowdy atmosphere going on at the bar. Um, party, what do you do? Where do you go? What do you say? I believe it's time we should head for the bar to sample our free ale and also a little bit of a rest. I'm a bit tired. I quite agree. I have a few wounds. You <laughs> <laughs> need to lick. Okay, so the, the the party moved from one building to the next simply from the, um, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you'll see the map. Um, the brewery is right next to the tavern. It is the most efficient way possible to do it. They move next door and sit in the, what I would assume to be the corner of the tavern. Would that be about right for you guys? And the beaten drum. Yep, yes. that's our usual spot now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's your spot in the kind of the southeast corner. Um, as, the, as, as they walk in, there's a lot of very disgruntled customers. The barman's going, no, 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 look, I promise you, they're sorting the beer out. You can drink wine. And the... There's, there's several kind of workers from around the town. We don't want wine. We want beer. I'll have the wine. <laughs> if you want the wine, you have to go to the bar. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to okay. head to the bar. Would anyone like a drink while I'm there? Always. <laughs> Very well. Did, didn't Stiggy bring a barrel back with him? Did Did Stigveld bring a barrel back when he left the when he I don't left think he the, did. the brewers? No, I didn't get a chance to do it. So okay. wait here. I'll be back in five minutes. Okay, so St- so Stigveld leaves the premises. Uh, as this is happening, Treble's at the bar, and they said there's a few disgruntled humans. Treble kind of pulls himself up at the bar because he can't see over the top of it. <laughs> and the the, 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 the barman looks at Oh, excuse me, you're back again. Yes, I am, of course. Uh, we would like some wines, please. How many? Um, eight. Yes. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> One for us, seven for her. <laughs> So, we've got so, two so, each. so so he looks down and he says, uh, that'll be uh, two gold pieces. Um 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 I don't have oh, oh dear. Oh dear. I have any gold, do you? Check check in my pockets. You see that guy over there, the uh, the one eyed gentleman in the top corner? No. Oh oh dear. Uh, roll persuasion. <laughs> yep. If you want there's a roll deception if you want to try and no. lie to him. I want to make out <laughs> that he's gonna pay us tab. <laughs> 19 fuck you yes. so much <laughs> he's going to take our tab for us and uh, as, what, 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 one eye John over there yes uh, as we look over he looks at us and I wave and he waves back <laughs> <laughs> alright then and he, he, he puts instead of putting eight glasses of wine in front of you he puts two bottles down Perfect. which would be two gold pieces Halfling bring some nuts <laughs> I don't do nuts <laughs> They don't. They don't do nuts. <laughs> they don't so, yeah, do nuts. I, I, I bring. I bring the. I bring the wine back. Quavers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's nuts. Um, so as so as as this is, as this is happening, Stig, Stigveld comes back with a barrel of ale on his shoulder. The whole bar goes yeah. Pretty much, Stigveld, Stigveld is now the hero of this bar. Stigveld. Stigveld. Oh, I could have fucking got that. <laughs> and about you just two slipped minutes, over and died, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Calvo? We just found him, found his body Drowned under a, in bar- a barrel, drowning in beer, <laughs> legs sticking out the barrel. 
So about <laughs> Woodstock, Woodstock Capri just getting a glass and just scooping up the beer, though. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Wait, I'd like, want that. She'd be like, "Ooh, pickled dragon." <laughs> about two, about two minutes after after Stigville kind of walks through, uh, Fari, the brewmaster, he he comes in pulling a um, a cart with a couple of uh, barrels of ale in it. Yeah. But because everyone's already cheered for Stigville, he doesn't get the reception he quite hoped for. <laughs> <laughs> <And he's> like, <laughs> Well, that was disappointing. And they, they kind of, the, the, the two of you kind of pull the three barrels of beer behind it. And the patrons in the bar are less rowdy. Um, yeah. And Fari, Fari comes over with kind of um, five tankards of ale. You go your first free ales. Thank you, good sir. Kind of place them in front of you. And he, 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 sits on the, he sits on the table next to you and goes, honestly, I, I can't thank you enough for everything that you've done. You're welcome, but you're not part of our team. <laughs> Are you seriously telling me to leave after I've given you free beer? No, I'm kidding. Are you? No. <laughs> He's on the table next to us. It's fine. <laughs> as, as drinking and merriment occurs, um, uh, one-eyed John in the corner. Did you notice this tab? <laughs> stand, stand, stands up to get a drink and he goes to the bar. Oh, and he had the, a <laughs> and the barman informs him of the cost of his bill. <laughs> and he comes over and says, So, uh, the barman said to me, uh, I'm paying for your drinks, is that right? Yes, you, you did tell us we could have drinks on you. Remember when I waved? You have to roll the highest of deception checks right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, so what do I get on deception? Do I get plus anything before I do this? Uh, plus four. Fifteen. <laughs> he kind of looks down at you and he's not happy with the result. He says, you, you, got, you guys brought the beer back. <laughs> let this slide. Do it again. And you, little one, I'll gut you like a fish. Okay. Cheers. And he sticks. He, he slams his knife into the table in front of you as a show of force. And I collect that knife and put it in my inventory. You fucking don't. He takes it back out of the table and he, he walks back to his corner. You are an interesting little one. Oh, well, means must. Must you upset everybody? I have my ways. Halfling, how about a celebratory song? <laughs> I need to tune my lute first before that. How about cut an eye Joe for our one-eyed friend? <laughs> <laughs> while you, while you're having this this moment in conversation, Findia walks in, the um the half elf who saved you from, who helped teleport you to Almeida in the first place, mm. and he he walks in, he walks straight through the bar, ignores the bar, and walks out the the back door to the terrace, and he's kind of. You can see him through the window and he's just kind of looking out as there's kind of birds in the sky. And we ignore him. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, we don't. <laughs> I mean, you can ignore him if you want, it's up to you. You wave him over, He's come, he comes over. Yeah, yeah. So, so Findia comes over to you and says, sorry, sorry guys, I'm really busy right now. Is everything okay? Are you, are you doing all right? We are free yes, beer. Everything, all right. everything is excellent. Have a drink. Have- Looking forward no, to no, a rest. No. He kind of, he kind of looks at the ears. Oh no, no, sorry, I, I, I don't drink. I don't drink. 
Um, doesn't drink. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really busy. I need to keep an eye out for something. And he walks back out to the terrace. It's and big. you can see you, you can see him through the window. He's kind of staring up at the kind of the, the kind of the, the, the flock of birds that are kind of fl- flying around. Dragon, go see what's what's wrong with him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cal, Cal, Calber walks out the back, and he's kind of he stands kind of uh, Findy is. Don't push him off. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so out the back there is there is <laughs> there is there is a, a wooden terrace. It's about kind of like about fifteen feet wide. And then it's like a sheer drop off the cliff. It's basically like you walk out and you all you can see is ocean. Yeah. But uh, as most people would be kind of like leaning against the fence, kind of peering out over the sea, uh, Findy is looking up and he's looking at the the birds. And he hears Calbo approach behind us. Just hold on for a minute. And you see him. He's kind of looking. He's studying and he's studying. And as the kind of the as the flock of birds kind of starts moving around, you see him kind of pick up his hand, and he. Clicks his fingers a couple of times and a fireball appears and he just hurls it at the birds. Vindir, mm. you seem distracted. What are you doing? And he just holds his finger up just to hold you for a second. And he watches and he watches the fireball connects with the, the flock of birds, incinerating a number of them. So you see several of them kind of falling into the sea. And he says, those are, uh, those are Dane's birds. Those are messengers from the prisoner hoop. Can't stop all of them, but he is—he's uh, getting the word out. You guys need to move on soon. And he—he uh, he looks. You've—you saw him look concerned when you teleported in a couple of days uh, the day before. But this is like, this is fear. Like he's scared of what might happen if you guys hang around too much longer. And he—he he turns. He turns to you, Calbo, and says. You're a good man. I've heard the stories, and I know, I know the tales of the Grey Merkin clan. I know you're a good man, but Dane Ashglade doesn't care. Dane Ashglade will find you. He doesn't like losing, and he will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to know what's going on round here. Tell me, what do you fear? Why do you fear this man? Dane Ashglade is part of. A trio of very powerful sorcerers. The symbol that we saw on the um that I showed you on that piece of paper is the symbol of the triumvirate. I don't know all of their names, I just know of Dane, but I know of what they can do. They are three incredibly powerful sorcerers, artificers, magic users. They have the ear of the king. The crown the Crown Reform- Reformation League, we have to Stop them so we can get to the king, so we can change this country. But we aren't powerful enough. We number less than 200. We lost 30 people breaking you out of the prison. How do you know about us? We only know what Capri told us. And really, we only know about Stigveld. We only came for Stigveld. I happen to know a bit of the draconic history. I Before I joined the League, I was a historian in Fixer at the university. I specialised in draconic studies. I recognise your clan from your scales and your patterning. But I don't know anything about you personally. I just know what the Grey Merkin clan have done. And I know the good that you have put into the world. I know nothing of you personally, but I know enough from your clan to know that I should trust you. And I can tell you this information. You have spoken wisely, but unfortunately... I brought shame 
onto my clan. And I will need to resolve this. And I'm currently with this merry band of interesting people. And suddenly find ourselves here. I need to know what is going on. Why is Stigveld so important? And he, he, he walks up to you and kind of looks in your eyes sympathetically as he puts a hand on your shoulder. And he says, I don't have any answers for you, but I have seen enough people in this world to know that you're a good man, Calvo. I would say you will do great things. And the shame that you brought on your clan might be precisely the right thing that you needed to be and the right thing you needed to do to put you in the right place. I would say enjoy this evening, but keep an eye out. And he taps your shoulder and he walks back into the bar and walks down the steps to the basement where he closes and locks the door. That got deep, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, clearly he's go back to the table and uh, pass on this information. What, what, What were you talking about over there? When I spoke to Findir... There were birds flying above, and he used some magic, took them out of the sky, and he gave us a warning. We cannot stay around here for too long. I suggest, after tonight's rest, we move on in the morrow. Okay, I trust you. It sounds like a, a plan. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, <laughs> let's drink. Let us feast. So you um you you spend the next kind of couple of hours kind of drinking um I'm assuming you all eat oh we eat okay so um I would they say from toast nope <laughs> I would say across the three of you um you spend the three of you with money rather you spend like three gold on food so basically t- t- take one gold each off your food assuming that you share with treble and you um I don't need a lot. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. But, you, you know, you, you basically get enough food for a spread for the table. Mm. You, dr- you cheese drink bod. and... Yeah. Schmog's <laughs> bod. Yeah. yeah. So you, you, you drink, you break bread, you be merry, you learn a bit about each other. Demon girl. <laughs> yes. <coughs> yeah, yes. Yes. I've noticed something very pecu- <laughs> peculiar about your... <laughs> cat. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Uh, snickering in the background. Mm, yeah. From from because from, you can't see Proserpine right now. You know he's transformed into something, but you don't know what. Yeah. yeah. I have absolutely <coughs> sorry. I have absolutely no idea what you're what you're talking what you're talking about. Oh, uh, also your <laughs> your, your voice <laughs> keeps changing, dear. I don't know what you're talking about again. This is. This is my real voice. I'm not alone in noticing this. Everyone notices this. What horse shittery? I I have a plan. I have a, I have a, I have uh, If if you beat me at rock paper scissors, you can continue with this facade. If I win, you t- you uh, you <laughs> You talk normally. Where <laughs> did your accent go then? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you if you want to play rock paper scissors against each other, basically just do opposing d twenties. Yep. And so do 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 best out of three. So okay, nineteen. Fifteen. 
Yes. Okay, so treble round one. Ten. Thirteen. Bastard. Oh, Capri gets one. This is the decider. Stig- Stigveld and um, Calbo are on the edge of their seat, swaying slightly. <laughs> uh. Nineteen. Oh, come on, baby. Oh, five. Five. Oh, treble wins. Now, and the now, crowd goes wild. Now you need to tell your voice what you're doing with it. The thing is, I, d- I don't have the answers to tell you. I just don't know myself. I know nothing. I know nothing even of the cats. Can I use deception? Yep. Roll a deception check. And um, treble roll a, a wisdom saving throw. And it will just we'll just count that as opposing checks. I've got 19. I've also got 19. Whoa. Oh, roll, roll it again. Oh, fuck. You basically got to get one higher than the other. Don't have a stalemate here. 24. Yeah, she wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Oodles just... Uh, tre- tre- I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. Just as, as, I'm in- as I'm interrogating it, I just fall off my chair. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you fall off your chair and then the chair turns back into Proserpine oh! climbs up and sits on you <laughs> sit, sit, sits on your chest <laughs> snickering <That's>... away <laughs> get away get, get and, away and, and, and uh, Treble for his sake hears but Capri hears he's an idiot isn't he yes yes he is <laughs> and Proserpine kind of just hops off you, wanders under the table, and you hear that he's turned into something, but again, you can't really see. So, do we know about this job that they picked up in the market yet? No, 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 no. No, they, no, they, they haven't told you yet. We're not gonna yet. It doesn't affect anything yet. So, it's starting to. It's starting to get late. The bar is kind of starting to empty gently. Um, let's sing. The the the, the, bar, the barman kind of comes over and he says, and he says, uh, Findia told me you don't have anywhere to stay. Do you need a room for the night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. And he he kind of he kind of looks you over and says, oh, oh, okay, so you you you'll need to pay for a room, and it's the rooms are small. It's one room each, so you'll have to pay uh, two gold each. Uh, hang on there, hang on, hang on there, hang on, hang on there. How about if I persuade you to give us free rooms for a song? I'm very good. I'm very good. And he kind of looks at you and goes, try your best. Okay, let me roll. Let me roll. Well, out of character, let me roll. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. Eighteen plus four, baby. If you can give me a song. Make sure everyone else in here cheer. I'll give you all a free room. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so Treble walks over to the corner of the room where there is a kind of a small rear section where you saw uh, Alice performing um, earlier in the day. Um, Treble, what is your uh, performance bonus? My performance bonus is. Um, plus four. Plus four, right. So uh, what's going to happen here is I'm going to roll the performance check <laughs> for you. 
<laughs> Treble is going to sing, and yes. then at the end, we will see how well you did. First thing is, I'm trying to step up onto the human-sized stool. It's hilarious. Everyone's laughing. <laughs> so, explain what happens. I've ruled the check, incidentally. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm climbing up on the stool. I drop my loop. Oh, oh dear. Pick it up. Tune it up. Tune it in. <clears throat> then I start to sing. When this handsome bard got caught in bed, he sang. This was not my fault, my curse is my song. Well, that's beautiful. Impressive. To a cell below, foul dreams that they did so. A manner of mystery, we roam through the throat. She came after me, this demon girl you see. Broke down my cell and at last we were freed. So I did, you now know. We must go. The group is now complete. And now this bard will introduce my new team. There's a giant and a dragon, a girl and a feline. I don't trust that feline, no. Now let's go to adventure. Oh, treble will leave. Calvo is his name, on dragon's wings he slays He claims to be stoic, and gentle he lays He's very good Stigveld has a frame, smashing through the lanes His past looms so lurid, it sparks off his rage I'm a very angry man and now we have Capri. That's me. A mystery she leads. Her memories are hazy. A changeling deceives. Now you've heard our tale. Rejoice and we'll prevail. This loot will inspire. As I do well. There's a giant, a dragon, a girl, and a feline. I don't trust that feline, no. Let's set forth on adventure, or trouble will lead. There's a giant, a dragon, a girl, and a feline. I don't trust that feline, no. Let's set forth on adventure, or trouble will Covers. <laughs> Thank you. As the last notes ring out on the last chord, you get a smattering of applause from the kind of the, the few around the room. Um, the barman comes over to you and he he, he looks at you and says. I've heard that one before somewhere. Oh no, I wrote um, that one myself. But he's uh, he's a little bit unsure, and he he looks at you, and you ruled a twelve um, <laughs> on your performance check, and he says, <laughs> and he looks, he says, it was good, it weren't amazing, but it was good, and he um he says, 
All right, little one, you can stay for free, but the rest have to pay. Oh, excellent. Aww. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> That's fair. It, it was, was good. I, I'd do better. <laughs> <laughs> You're singing next time. And kind of as 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 the kind of the group are starting to pay, so take two gold off um, off each of you. Um, as the group are starting to pay, you see some kind of the, some of the patrons kind of leave, going, "It's a giant, a dragon." And, uh, as, 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 as they as they leave, um, and the bar kind of starts to empty. Hopefully, you, not our actual patrons are leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and you, the barman, leads you all upstairs, um, and the, the the rooms the rooms are as advertised, very small. They're basically a door, a bed, and a window. These each. rooms are huge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Capri, as you, as, as, you, as you walk into your room, um, uh, Proserpine kind of turns back into a cat and occupies the middle of the bed. I, I expect it to turn into the world's most comfy cushion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's, 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 he's not that be- be- benevolent, benevolent no. uh, creature. It's cosy, but we'll make it work, Proserpine. So... You all kind of kind of start to rest, um, and it's been a very long day. It fucking you has. All, <laughs> you all drift off, and the dream state awakens, oh, and no. you all open Dick your eyes. Back. <laughs> and this again, is a short rest or a long rest? This this is a long rest. You're going to get everything back. Cool. Um, you you awaken kind of in the dream realm, same as it was, kind of very kind of swirling infinite space with multiple copies of yourselves in a big circle and out of the smoke in the centre Dane Ashglade appears again well good evening again everybody oh no fuck this guy oh dear and he walks he starts walking around I've been doing more research into my abilities and into each of you and he walks up to Calbo and he kind of a, well, a copy of Calbo and looks you in the eye and says, You brought great shame, didn't you? Oh. Get out of my face. And he, he he kind of shrugs his shoulders and he kind of walks along and he sees... He, he sees Capri. And I remember who you are. What? what? I think I recognise you. He kind of walks a little further around. And he walks. He walks up to Treble. So you're the leader, are you? Mm, uh, yes, yes, I am. Mm. Very catchy song. <laughs> well, you heard that. And he reaches into. He he puts his hand out, and his hand kind of disappears into your head. Blah! And he went. There's a giant, a dragon, a girl, and a feline. Get out! And he pulls, Go pulls away! Out, says, and he kind of looks at his hand and goes, oh, I'm getting better at this. Ah, go away, go away. Foul. He, 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 turned, he, he walks up to Stigveld and went, and he kind of he kind of puffs his chest out and the, the image of Dane kind of grows bigger to meet Stigveld's eye line. And he looks at you and goes, you're not as important as you think you are. <laughs> and he looks, he kind of tries, but he looks through Stigveld. Like, Almost like Stigveld isn't important to him, but is at the same time like there's all he's paying a, a lot of attention to him, trying to play a mind game. Can I question something? Yeah, you you're free to question him. Can no, can I try and get out of this dream? Because I'm aware that Stig is important 
as well. I know he's had the letter, but I just got told it was important. I want to try and get out the dream and run to Stig's room to try and wake him up. Right, okay, so oh, wow. um, we can try. Let's see what kind of check we're going to You're going to fail. That one. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> With the yeah, shitty you, you... dice I've got. Um, Minus 10 with dream dice. <laughs> okay, I would say roll a survival check. I'm not 100% sure what check it should be. That seems to be the closest one that I can think of. I've got zero bonus on it anyway. So that's it's a fine. d20, yeah? Yep, straight d20. Ooh, 18. 18. So as um, Ashglade is staring through Stig, all the copies of Calbo disappear into smoke. And you wake you wake up in the real world. I need to go and find Stigveld. So you burst out of your room. You know Stigveld is straight across the hallway. So you assume you burst into burst into his room and you try and wake him up. So uh, roll just a straight dex check, a uh, strength check because he's so heavy. Actually, yeah, roll a strength <laughs> check and just see if you can if you if you're strong enough to shake. His head weighs twenty stone. <laughs> <laughs> I got plus five. As Feels well. like it after yeah. all that beer. I need it. It's five plus five is ten. Ten. He's so he he is dead to the world. You can't wake him. <laughs> Fuck. It's worth a try. Yeah, it was it was worth a try. But um, so as back in the dream world, kind of Ashglade, uh, Dane Ashglade notices that um, all of the copies of Calbo have disappeared. He went, he'll be back, and he he walks away from Stigveld and kind of shrinks back down to his actual size. And you see him kind of twirl his hand in a circle and click his fingers, and a woman appears. And she is in the, in a very similar kind of armour to him. She has the same uh, c- uh, circle with three triangles amulet around her neck. And she walks in and goes, well, this is very impressive, isn't it? And Dane kind of holds his arms out at the side and goes, look what I've done. Every time they sleep, I can find them. And she looks at him and says, well, do you know where they are? Still working on that, he says back to her. Pathetic. Nothing but parlor tricks and kids' magic. And he turns he turns around and he looks at you and goes, Are you sure about that? Stop talking to him. Don't talk to him. And he twirls his hand again and says, Let's see if this works. And he swipes his hand in a kind of a motion towards the chest of um, one of your copies. Yeah. Um... Roll a, a d20. I'm going to roll an opposed check. Uh, against what? Just It's just a straight d20. There's no bonus or, or, or disadvantage or anything. 11. 11. So he rolled a 15. So you are going to wake up with two points of damage against you. Of course I am. <laughs> and... <laughs> And as as he as he swipes that, and he basically the uh, the chest of one of the copies kind of opens up and closes again, like a giant wound that becomes fixed again, like a scar. Though does it leave a scar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he and he looks and he goes, "Oh, it's really working now!" And he's very excited. And the woman kind of walks up and taps him on the shoulder and says, "This is very impressive, but it doesn't help right now." And he turns to her and he says, "I know, but just think what we can do with this." And she nods. And she clicks her fingers and she disappears and he stares at the, f- at the three of you remaining. He goes, I'll see you very soon. And the dream ends. And you all wake up. 
And, St- and as Stigveld wakes up in the morning, there is a physical a physical um, scab across his. It's not a full scar because it was only very light damage, but there is the evidence that he's basically been cut across his chest. Mm. Stigveld, you got any, you're not going to comment on that? <laughs> There's no one in the room with me, is there? I also imagine Stigveld talks to himself very often. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, let's just get back. The only intelligent so, conversation. So he wakes get. back up. Stigveld, you're back <laughs> at last. Stigveld, Stigveld. He's he's managed to he's managed to to cut cut me in the dream. It's here on my chest. I can see that. I tried to wake you. You were sleeping literally like a stone. We need to find a way to shut him out. If he can do this to us, the longer it goes on, the more powerful he gets. He could kill us. We're in danger. We need to wake the others. We need to move on. I agree. Capri, Trouble, what are you doing at this time? Uh, we're assuming it's kind of early in the morning. It's kind of dawn. The sun's starting to rise up. You can hear the birds singing in the air. So I sort of wake with a start. Um, Proserpine, what do we know of this man? He knew of us. What can you tell me? Do you know anything? He is very dangerous. He knows who you are. But I don't know even who I. I don't even know who I am. How can he possibly know? We need to find him again. I need to get back to sleep. And he, Prosopine kind of sits there for a moment and he, he looks down and he looks back up at you and you see his eyes start to glow blue and you feel yourself start to drift off. And you awaken, let's say you awaken, you appear back in the dream realm again. No copies of you, it's just you. And the smoke kind of turns into a circle and grows back into a person, and it's Dane Ashley that appears in front of you. Oh, you're back! Well, hello, darling. Tell me what you know. How do you know of us? I know all of the gods, and the demigods, and the lesser gods. I know their tricks, and I know when things are being tricked. He kind of looks, again, kind of through you, like you aren't important enough to him to care, but he's still entertaining you. So I take it it's not me that's the god? No, you're far from a god, dear, but you are fun. I don't think I'm being tricked. I think you are the tricker. The tricker. <laughs> What's the better word? Trickster. 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 Trixie, this one. Trixie. We've got a title for the episode. The tricker. <laughs> New Batman villain. You are the bullshitter. That's better. That's yeah. better. You're the bullshitter. Is this your card? <laughs> <laughs> Rule uh, insight for me. Tricker. <laughs> 18. 18, well. So he he kind of hums and haws and he shrugs his shoulders and Okay. Ask away. You know more you seem to be aware of more than you seem. I need to know 
who I was in a past life. And I need to know about this cat. He is my friend. And he, he sits and he ponders for a moment. He went, you were Capri. Not Capri Smitty, but you were Capri. The cat is the interesting part. Because he isn't a cat. He's more than a cat. Yes, yes, I know that. He's not to be trusted by anybody. Let alone you, or let alone me. I would venture that you don't know the full extent of what Proserpine is. And I would venture that you don't know the full extent of his power. And I would venture that you perhaps do. I wouldn't say I know the full extent of his power. I've seen beings like him before. He's no mere shapeshifter, that's for sure. For a start, he sent you back here. I I wasn't engaged in the spell. He brought me back here. Stop toying with me. Tell me everything you know right now. Roll intimidation. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Dane just smiles at you. And he kind of plays with the the triumvirate amulet around his neck. And he just says, I don't think I will. And he clicks his fingers and fades into smoke. And we've kind of stood in this infinite darkness. And Proserpine is outside of the dream, obviously. And he is aware that um, Ashglade is gone. And his eyes cease to glow. And you wake back up again. Proserpine, did you see any of that? I saw it all. What do you have to say? We're friends, aren't we? We are friends. He is a liar. Yes, I think so too. But I'm watching you. That would be wise. <laughs> and he um, he kind of gets up and he kind of rubs his head against your arm and starts to purr gently. He ventures a little bit extra, saying, Whatever I am, I mean you no harm. Thank you, friend. And you know, you, you feel within yourself that that is the most genuine thing he's ever said to you. That whatever Proserpine's goal is, whether it involves you or not, he doesn't want to hurt you in any way, shape or form. Come on then, cat, or whatever you are. Let's go and find the others. Do we have to go with the halfling? What do you know about the halfling? I know I don't like him. Well, neither do I, but that doesn't mean he's evil. I never said he was evil. You just don't like him either? He's a dickhead. Yes, I know. Let's ignore him. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like this. <laughs> so Treble, you're not you, aware you, of the conversation. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm not talking about it. <laughs> so Treble, Treble, you wake up in your bed. Um, yeah, I've pissed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I've done this again. Um, <laughs> Sorry, are you in character now? Yeah. <laughs> Canonically, now <laughs> Treble wets the bed. Yes, he, he's a known bed wetter. <laughs> <laughs> Treble gets up as he normally does every morning. He, it, it's it's a strange thing that no one really knows about him, but he's, he's got this book, a secret book, a journal of sorts. He's writing in that. He gets when he's writing in his journal, he gets so engrossed. So someone's going to have to come and knock 
knock him up because he'll be he'll be he'll be with his journal for ages. So the 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 barman, yeah, is coming up and, and knocking everybody up. Breakfast time, breakfast time, and he kind of he comes up he comes up with Treble's door. Oi, you got a free night? Fucking get out! Uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm coming. He, he, as soon as he hears the knock, he like covers his book, closes his book really fast, puts it back in his rucksack, uh, looks at the pissed mattress, and um, just puts the uh, duvet over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are chaotic evil, aren't you? Absolutely. <laughs> Um, okay, so as you kind of as the four of you kind of walk downstairs, um, there are a couple of people in the bar. Um, it's a couple of dwarfs in the corner. Um, Alice is kind of sat on the edge of the stage tuning a violin, um, and she kind of nods at you all as you walk down, and she uh, she beckons Treble over. Hello, hello, morning, morning. I um, I heard what you sang last night. Ah, yes, yes. And she just she just kind of looks you up and down and gives you like a very sour look on her face, and she just says, "From one professional to another, bravo." And then kind of turns away from you. Monge too. <laughs> monge too. Monge too. <laughs> are you, are you actually playing Del Boy in a fantasy world? Basically, <laughs> Basically yeah. I must be the, lovely um, then. The, um, the uh, uh, the barman is kind of set up on the bar. There's just some kind of breads and cheeses and meats um, for your for, for breakfast. It's not exactly what you would call a catered breakfast or a continental breakfast or something, but it's food to sustain you. Mm. Um, and then kind we of, all you eat sitting together. Um, he kind of encourages you just to take a bit of food and get out, so we can kind of clean up and yeah, get ready for We're business. going. So yeah, we've grabbed the food. I've, I've, we've stored a little bit for. This this afternoon for brunch, or whatever. Okay, so we would assume the amount of food that you've taken because it's fresh food from here. It's not really rations. Oh right. You you have enough food each now for one day extra from what you had. Excellent. So I believe that Treble had I've got three two now. days. Yeah, you've got three days with food. Stigveld's got two. Um, Capri's and Calbo have one day of food each. Excellent. Let's not forget about that. <laughs> I would. Uh... Like to head to the market for five wow. minutes. Uh, you're gonna have to go around because I, I, w- I won't dare go and get in case that person notices that I did steal some things from him. What you mean, Retzo? Yep, I'm gonna stay um, and just smoke my pipe outside the the inn. Okay, so as so as you walk out, um, I need one of you to roll a d6. Uh, I got. Any one of you, there's no bonuses involved. I just need a straight four. D6 roll. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got four as well, so... <laughs> four. Okay. So when you when you walk out, you see at the far end of the market, there are some of the Crown's Guard wandering around. They don't notice you, but you can see there's actually more than that was here yesterday. And as you kind of walk out of the um, the tavern. You see on the notice board to the side of it, there are wanted boosters with your faces on them. Shit. And there is a reward out for your capture. Not your killing. They are the, the, all, the, all the reward markers are, are distinctly saying that they want you alive. But there is, the, there is kind of 
rough, rough enough drawings to be recognisable of all four of you. So the way this is going to work is you're free to do as you want in the town, but every so often I'm going to ask you to roll that d6. Okay? I genuinely think we should... You should get your, get your shit done in the market, what you were doing, and we need to get out of here. So, because the, because the market is like literally like about 50 foot away from the tavern, you're very safe to walk to the market, right? People, market going to recognize us, though. Well, it all depends how nice you are to people. I, I, I'm still outside the tavern just because I've got no money to spend anyway, so there's no point in me going. So, let's go into the... Um... Stig Valley goes into the general market where, where Oodles okay. went into yesterday. Yeah, and um, and and Retto's there. She's kind of um, fractured about, and she and she sees you in. Oh, hello, what can I do for you? Oh, she's hello. So <laughs> um, and she 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 kind of kind of kind of looks you up. Oh, you you're a big one, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, those green files at the top there. Could you get them down for me, please? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! And she went, oh, there's, there's been a lot of interest in them recently. She turns around and starts to reach up to them. Yes! Slight, slight of hand check, please, Stigbell. Yes! <laughs> He's learning from it, the best. 21! Yes! <laughs> Fuck you! So much. 19 yes. plus 2. I told you it works. It works Great, cool. thick. So as, as she reaches up, Stigveld's gigantic dinner plate-sized meaty hand Grab load. just just swipes ten days worth of rations. What a boy! <laughs> he's out. He's out before she even notices. <laughs> Red so turns back around. This is why we wanted. Puts the, the three vials on the on the counter. I went. Why does that keep happening? <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> The worst part is Retzo has really low intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I run out of the market. Go, 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 go. <laughs> the, the way the way I rolled Retzo's ability score, she has an intellect of six. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys so much. <laughs> I, re- I recommend Capri to go back into the shop and do the same thing. I've got, I've got enough. I've got enough rations for us all here. But if okay. I went in, I'd still somehow fuck it up. <laughs> just, Vicky would just crash through the counter. <laughs> I, I've got the poison vials. This <laughs> <laughs> poison spilled all over. Him. No, I'm dying. It'd go in. It'd go in. It'd come out, and it'd be like, "I'm now married." <laughs> oh, <you> can- <laughs> Oh god, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> right, so, we've got back to so, we've got so, back so, to so, uh, treble. Yeah. So as Stigveld's kind of booking it away as fast as he can, I'm, I'm patting, somehow I'm, subtly, I'm patting Stigveld on the back, going, "Well done." Can we try this at the armory? Oh, no. it's, it's rubbing off. Right. So, <laughs> um, I'm going to give. Uh, so I've got ten there. By the way, but but it's, it's not the armory; it's the armorer. So it's yeah. armor, oh. not weapons. Right. You guys can have. Um, I'm fine. I've got I've got three anyway. Mate, You've got so. three, um, so I'll give you guys four each, and that leaves me with four as well. So we've all wow. got like plenty enough there. How many are you giving? Sorry, four each. So you, I give you I give you four. I give Calbo four and, and Capri four. So I've got four now. Oodles. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Treble's got three. I'm smaller. I don't need as many. So. Yeah. So we're all we're all we've got four days worth at least. Plenty of food. Thank you. Right. Anyway, we need to. Uh, we um, yeah. There are do, posts. Do, do, do any more of you want to go to the market? No. I think Can you just tell us what was in the market again? <laughs> so, 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 so there's the armor, there's the general store, and there's the magic shop. So, Gan- oh. so, Gan- so Ganath has already given you the job to get a um, to capture a chimera. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously haven't met the armor yet, and Retzo is very confused. I suggest let's go to the armor. I suggest we leave. I well, want to see the armor. Let's have a let's have a roll on it. Well, okay. So, Cal- so Calbo walks up to the armorer. Um, Stabs him by accident. <laughs> I can already Calma. tell. I can already tell. We're ready to leave. This last thing here is going to end up in misery. I know. <laughs> Straight away. Calwell walks up to um to, to the armorer's um stand, and it is it's a market stand. There, there are lots of kind of sets of armor, kind of hung up on mannequins, um, and various bits kind of on the desk in front of him. You, he is a very very old dwarf, like. Possibly the oldest dwarf you've ever met. Um, he has yeah, he has a white beard, no hair. Um, he's kind of rotund. He's overweight by dwarf standards. He's got a very large belly, and he's he's kind of sat on a chair. And, hello, hello, hello. Can I help you? What armor do you have available here? And he, yeah. none for a dragon. Uh, <laughs> I've got plenty. And he kind of he waves his arm, and so the the armor that he's got. Um, he has light armor, medium armor, heavy armor, and his shield. So, um, what? It's kind of what are you interested in? What What are you looking for? Well, I don't think I'm wearing any armor from what I can gather. Uh, no, I don't. Don't think Calbo is. He's a monk. Um, monks don't wear armor. No, I mean monks can wear armor. Oh. There's nothing to stop a monk wearing armor. I think my armor class could probably do with a little bit of a buff. So, just something light, perhaps. It depends on the value. Okay, so for so for his, for the light armor that he's got, he has got um, uh, leather. Uh, so the light armor that he gives is basically armor class eleven plus dex modifier. Um, that is all. That that is kind of all he's got. So your dex modifier is plus three. So if you got any of his armor, it would basically give you plus three. Uh, any of the light armor. If you went for his medium armor, um, they vary between uh, twelve and fourteen plus dex modifier. And the heavy armor goes up, but the heavy armor gets expensive. So it's kind of up to you. I just think I do seem to suffer a little bit in battles, so I'm just going to go for a bit of light armor. Okay, so 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 so, so he kind of looks you up and down. And he says, "Well, we've got options. We can go, uh, we can go leather." And he kind of shows you like it's kind of a leather armor that would fit you, um, which would give you 11 plus your dex modifier. He says. Um, that's the cheap stuff. It's, it's not very strong, but he'll do it. He, he sounds almost drunk, but it's not that he's drunk, it's just he's very old. Um, and then he kind of turns over to the other side and says, well, what's got this studded? And you see you see this kind of, this this, uh, this armor tunic, which is, it is basically leather with kind of metal studs throughout it. More expensive, it's more effective. And that would give you 12 plus your dex modifiers. That would give you 15 as your AC. How much is the studded armor? And he kind of he looks up and down, and he looks at that, and he goes, "I like dragon folk. I fought for you in the war. I'll give Thank you that. You. I'll give you that for forty-five. She'll be seventy. 
and he uh, and he and he then points to the, to the leather armor with the lower armor classes. That won't be ten, but it's not very good. <laughs> yeah, me apprentice made it. I will give you forty-five. Okay, so he gives. I'm not you haggling. The, he sounds like a very nice chap. So he leans over and kind of shakes it, shakes your claw. That's only because you're worried about losing the haggle in your roll. <laughs> end up owing him money he, um, he spoke very nicely to me so, so my big ends up paying 100 yeah. he, he sits down off his chair and he, and he kind of takes the, the, the studded armour off the mannequin and he hands it to you and says good luck to you wear, wear it well thank you you're a good man oh, why don't you just kiss yeah? him <laughs> <laughs> Or just because he's actually done a genuine transaction with an NPC that I've created rather than stealing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so, so, so take four, 45 uh, gold points, uh, gold pieces off your character sheet. Thank you. And How many your, you got left, mate? I've got 119. Oh, you've still got tons. Yeah, and your armor class will go up to 15. Marvellous. So. Dex there. stays the same, does it? Yeah, Dex, Dex stays the same. It doesn't change your Dex score at all. There are there are some armors that will change that stuff, but otherwise you're fine. After that, um, is there anything else that you want to do? I, I, Anyone want to see any of the, any of the merchants? No, or? I believe we should leave quick, smart, as fast as we can. Get out of town. Okay, so roll a d. Uh, someone roll a d six. Right, I'll do it. Five. Five. Okay. Um, as you. Map. Where's so me map? As you <laughs> <laughs> so as you, as you walk beyond the market, you kind of you kind of re- reach through the path in the middle in the middle of two streets, um, and you see that the guards are the crowns guard are kind of patrolling towards the north of the town. We escape them. Um, yeah, you you kind of pass through them. They're nowhere near you. Nice. Um, you pass through a couple of sets of houses. There are people milling about. Um, some someone kind of yells over and says, "Hey, I think that's treble." Shh. I just go no, and stop yeah. me. <laughs> I, 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 uh, treble just gives him a knowing glance and a nod, and keeps walking. And, and the person who kind of shouted that kind of like kind of giggles and laughs. Oh, it is him! It is him! We've got to get first groupie. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get out of here. Let's go. You you, you walk you walk past a, a house and then. It, in between the next kind of street, and you hear you hear someone singing the song the treble sang last night at the tavern. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. 
With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way, and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Understanding that being inconspicuous is not Treble's forte? No. Seeing as he gave all of your names to the town. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, and you and and you, you reach the area in front of the church, which leads towards the path out of town. Um, roll the d6 again. Someone else do it. Four. Four. We'll take it. So the so um so yeah, there's some guards milling about, kind of down towards the south. They don't initially spot you. Um, you head you reach the kind of the path out of town. And there is a there is a guard point ahead of you. Oh shit! Roll the d6 one more time. I'll do it. So we so we trust Calbo to do it. Pot last. Five. Yes. Five. Yes. Five. Okay. So the guards don't spot you, but they are in your way. Oh. Oh, we could stealth, but we know that's going to turn out. How many guards? So. <laughs> How many guards? Dig at me, sir. How many no, guards? No, 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 no. <laughs> there are two guards. Right. Are they um, on the the way out of town on that path? Yeah. We yeah. They're, we they're, literally they're, can't they're, get out without getting past them. Um, you, 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 you can you can go ooh, ooh, by the ooh. countryside. Yep. Uh, Capri, disguise yourself as a guard. Tell That's him, exactly what I was about to tell do. Tell them to go on a different shift somewhere else. Yeah. yeah tell them that you're coming to relieve them. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to okay. use disguise self, which I can use at will. Okay. So you kind of swing your hand around and. All of a sudden, you're, you're dressed in dressed in the kind of the blue and red regalia of the Fixer Crowns Guard, um, and the, the the two guards are just kind of aimlessly chatting. That they're not looking towards Almeida; they're looking to, towards the path beyond. And they, they, you know, they're just kind of they're just kind of chatting about it. You know, it's hot today, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's really hot. Oh. <coughs> and they're kind of oh, 
Hello. Who are you? Good morning. <coughs> Good morning, uh, sergeants. Uh, if that's morning. Me. Yeah, yeah, that's your, that's your title. Yes, sergeants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Guards. I'm, I'm, Guards. I'm, I'm a sergeant. He's a corporal. Yes, I, I thought so. Sorry, I'm a bit green round here. Um, I've been sent to relieve you of your duties, so you can just get on your way. And uh, me and a, me and another guard's going to be uh, taking your place. It'll be a long shortly, but you, you can just get on. And they, they kind of they ponder this for a moment, and they're like, "But I've only been here for like half an hour." He told you to take your break early. You've been doing well uh, the last week or so, and uh, he thought he's feeling in a bit of a generous mood. So uh, you, you know. You, Crack on, it's absolutely fine, I got this. Yeah, rule of persuasion. Oh, Actually, no. we'll rule of deception because you are lying. Oh, no. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. They kind of look at each other when... I hear the beaten drum has some good beer. We could get a beer, couldn't we? And the two of them kind of like... They kind of lick their lips and... It's a really hot day, I could do with a cold beer. They're like... Kind of like they look at each other when... All right, um, just make sure... And he kind of points at a kind Are of these guards like, Australian. <laughs> I was thinking Capri's going to go with him in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 he, he, he points at a tree with the posters of all of you on there. He says, "Is there me keeping an eye out for?" Fair income, mate. <laughs> I know the ones. I've been briefed. And and the, the kind of know you. Good day, and the walk off. Good day. <laughs> Good day. There is no uh, Australians in this world. It'd be whatever they want. Yeah. As 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 the dungeon dads called us out on, it's a fantasy world that can have any accent they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Very true. Um, so so yeah, so the, so, so the, the path is clear. So we're out of town. We're we no longer in Almeida. Well Almeida, yeah. Yeah. So so long, suckers. <laughs> you are now um, on the world the map. Yeah, basically, have you got a high wind or anything like that? <laughs> Quick, save it. <laughs> there's the high so, wind. There's the high so wind, yes. and there's so, the high wind so, again. Yeah, so you are just outside of Almeida now. Um, the King's Road is ahead of you, which is the, the kind of the large road that uh, King Roland had built between Fixer and the Northern Where's the big the world map? It's Northern not border. showing up. Um, it should be... Don't yeah. go near the tree. Yeah, now I'm invested. Right. There you go. So, yeah, so, so, so you're just kind of coming out of Almeida. Yep. Um, about a day's travel ahead of you will be the King's Road. Yeah. So when so when you reach the King's Road, we'll assume you've kind of reached here within within the day. It's starting to get dark as you reach the King's Road. The King's Road is basically this world's equivalent of a motorway. It's 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 about sixty foot wide. It is kind of one of the largest roads ever built. And it, a lot of the people in the world consider it a um, a vanity for King Roland, mm. who has built this gargantuan road that hardly anybody travels on, that links the uh, the he fort. He it after himself, didn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. It it links the fort to the north of the country with the border with Moran, with Fixer. We we really need to decide where we're going to go now, don't we, guys? We need a powwow. You do. Yeah. You. So uh, f- just for a second, while while um, while Calbo and um, Capri are just, I just looking, to do this. <laughs> look, while, while they're just looking at stuff, I want to talk to uh, Stigveld alone, just at the back okay. of the gang. So so you just you, you to walk it down you, the road. Yeah, 
yeah so you've, you you're kind of approaching the king's road you're yeah. still on kind of like a, the the kind of the the track the a road the king's road down to <laughs> almeida yeah you're, you're almost approaching the slip road um is there a service station yeah there will be <laughs> Around you, the kind of the countryside is reasonably flat. You can see the kind of the woods in the distance. Um, you and as you kind of crest the hill, you can kind of see Valhea in um, yeah. about a day's travel away from you. Yeah. Um, the King's Road isn't particularly populated right now. There are some people kind of milling about near it, but yeah. none of them are Crown's Guard. None of them look like they are any threat to you. Um, as uh, as it goes, you're basically incognito right now. Okay. That- Big man, uh, remember the um, mission you was given? Can you re- remind me what was the task? Mad. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Did you need a lozenge? <clears throat> the uh, man asked us to capture that chimera for some circus or something. Where whereabouts was it? Just north of Valhea. That's Valhea there over the crest. Mm, that's what it's I was It's going to take thinking. us a while, but we could go there. We need to convince the other two. That would be a good I, think, idea. I think we can get more out of this as well and be in yes. good favour with these people as well. Yes, that's what I was thinking. We do need to be wary that we are wanted for whatever reason. Mm, I think we should go to Valhea. It's your challenge. I leave it up to you. You're the big man. I would like that weapon. Yeah. Um, obviously, Treble's doing that thing where he's, he's planting seeds in people's heads already. <laughs> Fair enough. And I, do, and I do not have good intelligence. Yeah, I'm doing the Loki <laughs> thing. I'm doing the Loki thing. I'm, I'm kind of manipulating him because I want to go to Valhea anyway. Okay. Can I roll a perception check? <laughs> what, are you trying, what are you trying to perceive? Earwig. He's earwigging. We're just walking down the road, mate. Having a like, conversation. You know what you do when you're out with your friends and you just walk down the road and there's a group there, there's a group there, and they're just having a conversation. It's chatting. Elbow, I don't trust the little oh, one. God. Nothing's going on. Nothing's going on. Those two seem to be speaking and out of earshot. It's because we're bonding over as theft. <laughs> uh, uh, clearly. It's rubbing <laughs> off. <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> you, you did all right out of it, don't you? Well, yeah. <laughs> Keep an, keep an ear out. So when you say keep an ear out, um, Capri, Proserpine kind of hops off your shoulder and kind of trots up alongside Stigveld. Hello, and cat. Achoo! I bet you... But he's too far away from Capri to be heard. And he's just meowing next to you. But what you notice is that he isn't recoiling from you. He's quite confident walking next to you, Stigveld. Mm, I still don't trust this cat. He knows more than he's letting on. That's right, I'm talking about you. (laughs) And he, after after that kind of vague insult, he kind of trots back towards Capri and hops on her shoulder and lets her under the little meow and went, They're idiots. But I like the big one. I don't trust the small one yet. There is something to him. He's not letting on who he is. And he's a creep. Fucking <laughs> 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 creep. Lovely man. Are you talking to the cat again? There's that every woman he's come across is like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Prospence says, uh, says to you, Capri, you can't say that about every halfling we meet. 
Yes, but we have evidence against this one. Well, true, but not every halfling is like him. Just please remember that. <laughs> um, Be more inclusive. Uh, Capri, <laughs> um, Calbo, Treble and I were talking. We think we should head over to Valhea. We noticed. Yes, Valhea is just over the crest, about a day's walk away. Um, I hear they have really good beer. Um, Calvo, roll me a history check. Uh-oh. He's going to find out they're a, they're a dry town now. <laughs> Yo, bitch, 20, motherfuckers. Oh, shit. <laughs> you are very aware that uh, Valhea has a reputation for its pipeweed. I have heard of this place. There is good pipe weed there. I could restock my pipe, actually, yes. And as I stated, the beer is apparently exceptional. You hear that, demon girl? So as you... She's already running, isn't she? (laughs) (laughs) I can't hear you. I'm on my way. (laughs) She had to pop off over the horizon. Um, as you as you cross over the the King's Road, and you don't really encounter anyone because it's starting to get dark now, mm. um, you are maybe a day and a half's day and a half worth of travel away from Valhair. Yeah. Um, do you want to make camp? Yeah, I think we better do. Just starting to get dark here. Okay, so I don't. Um, th- I think we're travelling as a group, but we haven't actually really spoken to each other yet. Yeah, who we are, where we're from. No one's really said much to anyone yet. It's only yeah. day two, though, isn't it? But bear in mind, we've just had three battles already. I know, yeah. but only space for a few hours, though. So, um, sort of just, just about maybe a mile past the um, the King's Road, you find a kind of a reasonably flat area that's far enough away from the road that no one's really going to pay you that much attention. Um, certainly not any of the crowns guard or anything like that, and you can you kind of set up camp. Ooh, on um, fire lit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so decide amongst yourselves. So the, so the way kind of uh, camping works in here is like usually it's you sleep in shifts. Yeah, just, yeah. I was just about to say, like in it, that it's due to the fact as well that we're being attacked in our dreams. One person should always be awake. Yeah. So. Do you want to decide who takes the first shift staying awake? Um, Sorry, for the listeners, I was opening a bottle of cider there. <laughs> so you I'll know. take the first shift. I want to watch over Stigveld. And everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe him. I want to stay awake with uh, with, with Calbo for the first shift. Okay. So uh, Capri and uh, Treble... You roll out your bed rolls and you kind of settle down. Um, for once, uh, Proserpine decides not to be a dickhead and he kind of sleeps next to uh, Capri rather than trying to piss off Treble. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while while those two sleep, there is a kind of a campfire going and uh, Stigveld and Calbo are sat around it, just kind of talking, generally having a bit of a munch on their rations. So take one one ration off your um off your tools on your character sheet. So Calbo. I have a vague memory of myself and you being together in the woods, which is now clearly all false, putting that our heads by is it Dane? Dane. Dane Dane Ashclade. Yeah. 
put put in our heads by Dean. But yes, I spoke to Findir out on the balcony, and he is fearful of not just all of us, but especially you. He says you're important. I I don't know why the letter gives me pause for thought. Um, I I as far as I'm aware. I left because I was beaten. I had to leave. It is tradition. I I shamed myself, and I left Hydon looking for something new. Now, now I find that there's more to it. But we seem to be on a similar path. I too was shamed from my clan, and I have been wandering the lands, seeking peace. But now we seem to have cr- crossed paths. And I feel there's something more is happening here. I agree. I agree. It isn't by chance that we all ended up in that cell. There is something going on. Yes, Capri is a strange one too. I don't even need to talk about the halfling. But Capri seems very confused who she is. And she has this cat that is not a cat. I do not trust that cat. At all. We need to sort out what is happening with our dreams. We need to watch over these two tonight until it's our turn to get some rest. But I will watch over you particularly. Mm, I'm not. I will, I will be frank. I was a little bit not scared. We do not get scared. <laughs> but... Moved, taken aback by the fact that he could harm us in our dreams. We need to find somebody that can help us block this out. I agree. I rushed to your aid, but I could not wake you. Oh, we are. It's... We are uh, heavy sleepers, especially after, especially <laughs> after the ale. <laughs> it's hard to wake, it is hard to wake a Goliath after a skinful. I understand. When I mix pipe weed and ale... It has some strange effects, I can tell you. You should not you should not partake in the pipe weed. It dulls the senses. I did not give my name Bush Tonka for less. Anyway, I think uh, I think we should wake the other two. We need to rest as well. Yeah. So, so I I, I, ro- I rolled it for the animal encounter and you passed. You don't have an animal encounter. So change of the shift over. Shanks, I would have fucked it up if it had come to me. <laughs> so um, you su- successfully wake, uh, wake Capri and um, Treble. Proserpine kind of gets up and kind of scratches around and goes for a little wander and just leaves the kind of the two of you as um, Calbo and Stigveld take their turn to sleep. Um, Stig, this will count as a long rest for you, so you'll get your HP back that you lost after Dane attacked you in your dream. Yeah, that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> just going, uh, just going back to Capri and Treble while they were asleep. Nothing happened. Hmm. For, the fir- for, for the first time, they managed to have a, a decent sleep without Dane interfering. Mm. Mm. That was stressful. <clears throat> That's interesting. Mm, it is. Mm. Note that down. Note, note that down, guys. Note yeah. that down. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so it's so it's now uh, Stigveld and Calbo asleep, and uh, Capri and Treble just kind of sat by the fire. 
again munching on their uh, rations and having a drink from their kind of water skins. Mm-hmm. Will you shut up? <laughs> Sorry. Trying, trying to eat. Mm-hmm. Distracting me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Fasipine, help me. Mm-hmm. What's what's that thing that book you carry around? General or something, is it? Say, <clears throat> say that again. I said. <laughs> what's that book you're carrying around? <laughs> is it a journal? <laughs> sorry, guys. Hang on. Uh, repeat yourself. Sorry. <laughs> what I said was, what's that book I see in your sticking out your backpack? Is it a journal? No, scribbling, nothing, scribbling nothing. down your. It's nothing. Let me. Nothing. It's nothing. Just an empty book. Just an empty book. I don't believe you. Well, it's between me and my uh, my, my my book. Persuasion check. Persuasion check. Yeah, I was yes. going to say roll roll ro- ro- an opposed persuasion check. So, um, uh, what would be persuasion? So nineteen. Uh, Nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Treble treble ain't talking. Nope. You're not getting that out of me this early. It's my secret. Secret, secret, secret. And as, you think as, that's okay to, say, to keep secrets, do you? It's, it's consider it my, my diary. That's all, that's all you know. As, as, the two, as the two of you are bickering, Proserpine kind of wanders up towards Capri and he looks up at the, um, the, at the, at the, at the drinking um, flask that you have and his eyes glow and the water in it turns to wine. <laughs> Thank and you, it, friend. And he, and, 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 and he meows... Again, and Capri hears. If the little one wants some wine, he can have it, but he needs to talk. Yes, that's a good idea. Well, I suppose you think this is water that I'm drinking, little one, but I have news for you. I uh, I kept that bottle of Gobbler's Tackle, mm. and uh, I actually did. Oh. Um, and I just so happened to be in a generous mood, so... It's uh, first time for everything. Perhaps I could uh, maybe whet your whistle a little bit, if you fancy sharing some information. Are you flirting with me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Never has someone been shut down so unanimously. <laughs> Very well, I believe... This ain't this, happening. <laughs> there, there's a catch to this offer, I'm assuming. What do you want? Perhaps it might help... No. Perhaps no. it might help loosen your tongue. It can be in song form if you wish. No, not tonight. I do not sing outside. Thank the acoustics gods. are not very good outside. Funny that you should need acoustics, but you know I thought it was natural talent. But have a sip. <laughs> Thank you. So about that diary. What? The empty diary. I... Mm-hmm. What about it? I just want to know, do you have any type of particular pen that you use or is it just anything you find or i have a pencil i don't know what a pen oh. is handsome pencil is it how soft is it it's just a pencil may i see the kind of markings it makes on the page i'm in the market for a pencil myself no <laughs> no i don't think so dear this is just a pencil there you go a little pencil and it's just a book. well thank you for showing me that anyway if you have another drink thank you Go on, take it. Have a good old swig. Ah, this is this is seems very strong. Well, it's a special edition. 
So because of the alcohol, um, roll an another opposed persuasion check, but trebles is a disadvantage. So roll twice and take your lowest one noodles. 15. 17. 16. Okay, so... Um, 15. Capri... So Capri wins effectively so what she she rolled higher than you and you're at a disadvantage because you're starting to get drunk oh fuck and she's in the market for that pencil (laughs) (laughs) about to see a pencil mate okay okay what happens is a big fan of a 2b what happens is then um i get knock i get get, obviously the watch is is getting um it's becoming dawn and stuff and i just fall drunk and Capri then looks into the book and I shall describe what's in that book if you'd like. Yes, please do. So, a few pages in, just songs and stuff like that, but then you notice... Picture of a dick. (laughs) No. You you notice (laughs) illustrations, crude illustrations of what appears to be each and every one of you. And in this, there's also um, what my perceived strengths slash weaknesses are. It's kind of like a like a bestiary type thing, bestiary thing. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's on you guys. And the the main thing that throws uh, that throws Capri off is that I've drawn a picture of the cat and I've put a circle around it and lot lot of scribblings like what I believe it to be. Um and in my head, and it might be wrong, but in, in Treble's head, he believes it's a genie or a djinn. Okay, so um, Capri, roll a religion check. Did you put dice down as my Six. weakness? <laughs> All sorts of... Yours is full page weakness. You will also notice that, that my respect for Stigveld's changed seeing as though we've been bonding a He's little a bit. We've been bonding a little bit, yeah. 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 It was six, by the way. If you didn't hear, it was six. So yeah. you, you can't. You, you kind of look at it and you're just like, "No, he's he's not a gin, but it's not a bad guess." But you know, you, you know, you know, in your heart of hearts, he, he isn't a gin. That there's something a bit more powerful about him. Can I also it, it, add one thing as well? Of course. I don't know how this will play out, but it's something I'll find out later. I want Capri to cut a finger on one of the pages, and a bit of blood gets on the pages, and I'll notice it at a certain point. Okay, so hmm, how are we going to how are we going to apply that? That's because what that's I'm saying. Kind of a, that's a random chance. So I tell you what, mm. roll, effect, roll an attack roll. Okay, roll the d twenty, um, <laughs> and, and if you can beat Capri's um, armor class, eighteen. Oh, eleven. Yes, she cuts herself. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. So Capri cuts herself, and this is this kind of on on the page where you've got you've got proserpine yeah. circled, and you've got all these notes. There's just this tiny little like. It's it's almost like 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 a like a dab of a pen yeah, in the yeah. corner, but it's red. It's obviously, tiny little, tiny tiny little bit of blood. Yeah. Um. So, the rest of the night kind of passes without incident. You're all healed up. Um. And I'm going to assume, and I'm going to assume because you haven't mentioned this uh, oodles, but I'm, I'm effectively going to assume it in the intervening time you've also attuned this that special ring that yeah oh yeah in the yeah. last episode it's all been attuned yeah. Uh, so we'll check your stats on that one later. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the night passes without incident. Um, the sun kind of starts to rise, and 
we will call that the end of episode four of Do Dragons Dream a Sport oh! Cheap? Oh. With yes. a level up to level four. Yeah! Because you successfully you, su- you successfully escaped Almeida. Yes, we which did. Was, which was the criteria for you hitting level four. Yeah, boy. Yes. Do Dragon's Dream is score cheap? Is Candy Machine as Capri Smitty? Biggie as Calbo Grey Mergen? Stig as Stigveld? Oodles as Treble O'Clef? And myself, Gadget, as the DM. Huge thanks this week to Rachel Hardy for allowing us to use her Toss a Coin to Your Witcher back and track for Treble's song. She's a fantastic singer, musician, and YouTuber, as well as being an all around lovely person. You'll find a link to her YouTube channel in the show notes below. If you're a patron, you'll also get an MP3 download of the song in your feed the day after this episode drops, so make sure to check back for that. Oh, we spoil you. We have a Patreon, as you might have guessed. Head over to patreon.com forward slash modern escapism and choose from one of our three tiers. £5 a month gets you the Scorch Cheap tier, supporting this show directly and getting you ad-free listening, early access to episodes, accompanying art for each episode done by Candy, character sheets, music, and loads of other bonuses, as well as the ability to suggest NPC names and item descriptions for use in the campaign. You can also support our other show, Modern Escapism, at the Modern Escapees tier. This gets you extended episodes and monthly bonus shows, all for a tidy £5 a month. If you're feeling extra generous, though, and want to support both of our podcasts, well, then there's the Biggie Bundle, which gets you everything, absolutely everything, for £7.50 a month. Patrons can come back next week for a bonus episode. The party levelled up this week, uh, so we're going to go over the events of the first four episodes of the campaign, as well as levelling up, talking about our new spells and abilities. And that'll be out for patrons on the 21st of July. Episode 5 of the campaign drops for patrons on the 28th of July, and for everyone else on Friday the 31st of July. Until next time, keep rolling those dice. Bye for now.